Most academic physicians that I know struggle with chasing quick productivity tools and hacks in the hope to be more productive, but often those tools don't really stick and then we're left with guilt and self-sabotage. Now in this episode, I'm going to teach you how to jump off the productivity hamster wheel and what to do instead. So stay tuned and I will be right back. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Inga Hoffman, and I'm yet so excited that you're here today. So today, I'm going to teach you about something really critically important to our academic success, and that is performance habits. And I want to share with you how and why there are better ways to increase your productivity without getting overwhelmed. So many people find themselves on that productivity hamster wheel, chasing quick productivity tools and hacks in the hope to be more productive, but actually find themselves just getting more and more exhausted and overwhelmed. So let's talk about that today and again, what to do instead. Now, this lesson is all about Pillar number one of the physician success DNA method. So if you're new to me, go back to the prior recording on uh, where I shared about the three, three key ingredients of the academic physician success DNA method. And this is from pillar number one of those three ingredients. So basically the first ingredient where we talk about performance habits. Now, Many um, struggling academic physicians that I know, and I've been in that very same place, we, we have so many competing commitments, but at the end of the day, you well know that the only way you get measured by your academic success is, do you get published, you get grant funding, and you get promoted, and that is our currency. And often we find ourselves struggling between all these competing commitments such as clinical activities, research to actually get those manuscripts done and get the grants funded, and finally so many other educational or administrative responsibilities that take up a big chunk of our day. So in order to actually get funded and published, well, many physicians seek to find better productivity tools you might even look at your faculty courses and say, are there better uh, things that I could do, such as better time management, 
other productivity hacks or tips I could use every day to increase my productivity. And often what I've seen happen that people get continue to get stuck in trying to chase certain tools in the hope that the one tool will rescue them and their productivity will increase. But rather than having improved performance, I found two scenarios happening. Either we get sort of enslaved by the tool, by the productivity app or thing on the computer or a spreadsheet that we're trying to check off rather than actually really focusing on our performance. And yet worse, sometimes we come enslaved to planners, spreadsheets, productivity tools, and often they don't stick as well. So when those tools don't stick and we don't actually create habits around them, well, it doesn't matter if I do a productivity thing here and there if it doesn't actually become a daily habit. So what I've noticed over time that the most successful academic physicians, those that get promoted, published, crank out their manuscripts, and actually do that with less overmom are those that are consistently forming habits around the key actions and activities that need to happen in order to get published and promoted and funded. Uh, so what are those key activities? Chances are you already know what to do, right? It is having regular writing and reading habits sitting down and making that priority because those activities are important and should take precedent over urgent things that bubble up. Um, so what most successful physicians do that really create that legacy that move the research needle forward is they're finding ways to incorporate little baby actions, baby steps, every day or on a regular basis, basically creating habits around those key actions and activities. And with that, it is so much easier to actually get in momentum and get focused and also less distracted. Because once we know what our key activities are for each week, each quarter, each year, to move the needle in our academic success forward, then it will be easier to say no, perhaps, to some other things. So again, the so important part is really focusing on key habits, and I call them performance habits for a reason, because they are not just productivity, they're performance habits to increase our performance by making it more efficient and therefore creating better results and ultimately, yes, you will be more productive. So let me perhaps illustrate this uh, by a little story from my own personal experience. When I was a junior faculty member in uh, my early parts of my career, so basically uh, we affectionately called those people instructors at uh, some institutions, um, and I was really struggling with that. I was struggling to identify the right habits, the right things that I should be doing. So. I thought, well, if I had a productivity secret, you know, that secret, that secret sauce, that secret 
uh, pill, that magic pill that made everything go away. So in the same way, I looked for productivity tools that would just magically make me super productive. And I actually spent a lot of time and looking at that and came up empty and just found myself still continue to chase after all these different activities from trying to get a research project done, trying to get some writing done, uh, dragged into different meetings, uh, seeing patients at any hour of the day, uh, and then of course juggling family and personal life. And I found that uh, productivity tools really didn't help me very much. Yes, I was trying to be more productive by planning my day, for example, um, or um, you know, limiting the time on the computer, uh, in email, etc. But what I was really lacking is creating habits around key activities that would make me more successful. And in that particular case, writing was really of the essence because it is, you know, the the core activity, which is what drives our academic success forward. Ultimately, a lot of what we get measured by uh, is a result of writing practices. And I honestly didn't have that writing practices. We can talk a lot more about uh, writing and writer's block that I surely experienced at the time and where that came from. But the bottom line is that once I discovered that I can get off my hamster wheel by actually starting to put performance habits and key actions into place, I ultimately became more productive. So what do I mean by that? I started to create a writing habit. I basically decided every morning that there is at least a 90-minute block uh, that day that I then scheduled where I would be writing. I didn't get attached to how perfect my writing was, uh, how much I wrote, how well it was written. It was just to get in the habit of sitting there at my desk and write something on that manuscript every day. And before I knew it, it finally materialized. Finally, that difficult action in the beginning that was like pulling teeth eventually formed into a habit and eventually created results. So that's a very simplified way of looking at it, but I cannot tell you how much habits make a difference in your daily activity and ultimately you know, in your success. So what I've noticed that many people that feel trapped in their academic career, that feel like ugh, they're not really getting where they want to be, are actually having a hard time establishing habits around the things that really matter, such as perhaps man managing their calendar, setting intentions for the day, writing on a routine basis, or reading, or limiting their email activities. And therefore, because there is no consistent habits around these activities, they stay frustrated and overwhelmed by too many activities. But I noticed that those physicians that are really gaining productivity, gaining momentum, and with that success and academic freedom, manage their activities really well. They create habits around them. And with that create success. So I want to ask you, 
where will you be a year from now if you continue to chase various productivity tools rather than focus on key habits that you can create in your life right now, right here today, to make you more productive, whatever that means in your specific situation. Perhaps this doesn't even need to be a work-related habit, such as you know manuscript writing. Perhaps you want to focus on your health first so that you actually have better mental energy. Again, if you don't start today, where will you be a year from now? if you continue to chase those productivity tools. It is a broken strategy if you hold on to the concept that if you just find one magic productivity tool, everything will work out. But I tell you, if you start working on little habits, and these could be tiny steps, I always say baby step your way to success, you can actually make huge progress. So with that said, um, just I encourage you to pick one key habit or one key action for this coming week that will get you closer to the result that you want, whether it's in academic uh, medicine or whether it's in your personal life, and just pick that one action or habit. It could be a tiny little thing that takes five minutes and just build a habit around those and see what happens. But for now, keep in mind, Focus on performance habits than just productivity tools. I look forward to seeing you next time when we will talk about pillar number two of the physician success DNA method, which is leadership identity. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Academic Revolution podcast today. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I would love for you to share it with your friends and colleagues and help create a movement that changes the future of academic medicine forever. Also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn and visit ingahoffman.com for more information on how to work with me. Links are in the show notes. Until then, be well and see you on the next episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. 